1: Hey everybody, it's Lyle. Just a reminder that I am going on tour to do Therapy Gecko live in several cities across the United States, and I would love to see you there. I will be interviewing random folks from the audience up on stage, and absolutely anything could happen. It will be very fun, very terrifying, and very gecko-y. You can find the link to get tickets in your city in the episode description. Okay, let's get into the podcast. Hello?
2: Hey, this is Kelly.
1: Hello, Kelly, how are you?
2: Good, how are you doing?
1: Um, I'm doing good. I'm a little bit... Well, I just peed. And um, now I feel like an empty vessel. And your call... I'm like... I don't know how to explain this, but my pee leaving my body has now given me space to take in your call to reply. I took a little bit out of my bladder to make a little bit more space in my ear for your call.
2: Oh, yes, that makes sense. Well, this is a big one, so you'll definitely need
1: space. Okay, let's hear it. Let's see what's up. How's uh, Gekka's, Kelly? (laughs) Okay, so me and
2: my sister, we were going to take one of those, you know, little DNA test things. um, And our mom told us not to. We were wondering why, and so about a month later, she finally told us it was because our dad that we grew up with isn't our real dad. So he couldn't have kids, so she used a donor to have us. Hmm. So when we finally did the DNA test, we matched with, like, a ton of people on the site. And they messaged us, and it turns out they're our siblings. And there's like seventy of them. I don't, not really sure how to how to feel about it. They're all in this little Facebook group where they call each other brother and sister.
1: So it's kind
2: of strange.
1: Did you (laughs) now? Now, now let me let me ask you this: How long have they been in this Facebook group? In like did. Like, did you start the group, or did you show up and and take the test, and they were like, ah, more, we've been waiting?
2: (laughs) Yeah, so when I joined the group, there was already about, like, 35 people in the group, and they were like, ah, welcome our new siblings.
1: (laughs) Interesting. Have you made, like, any legitimate, meaningful connections or interactions with any of these people, or is it just kind of a weird thing with strangers?
2: I personally haven't, but the other ones are like super close with each other. I just feel like they're taking it a little far. I guess because I already have siblings, so I'm Mm. fine with that, but they like act like they're real brothers and sisters.
1: It's funny because it's like a cult. Sort of, but it's a cult based yes. on being related, <laughs> but not a family.
2: Yeah, my my husband always calls it the little cult, so that makes sense.
1: Interesting. So you have so neither you nor your sister, who you took the test with, have any interest in in getting meaningfully involved in this group.
2: I thought maybe but then when I got in the group I don't know they're they're a little strange like they want to go on vacations together and like hang out all the time and I don't know I just feel kind of weird about it and the actual donor is in the group as well
1: (laughs) the the guy who (laughs) the father is in the group yeah so I guess my dad (laughs) is in there too and how does he seem to interact with everyone?
2: He doesn't talk as much. He's kind of quiet, but he said he did it just to, like, help people who can't have kids. But he posted a picture the other day because his, his like, actual daughter had a baby. And he was like, look, everyone, it's a new family member. <laughs>
1: man that is bizarre
2: yeah and there's so many of them like 70.
1: now did the donor start the group i i think it was one
2: other guy like one of the siblings that started it his name's like ryan because he's always like he's the one who posts everything and like gets mm-hmm. them all to hang out with each other.
1: I'm almost surprised. I don't know I don't know what the word is for what I am when I hear this, but just just hearing that the donor is quiet and doesn't talk that much feels a lot less alarming than like if he was the one planning the vacations and the kickball leagues and whatnot that would feel like some that would be an extremely weird cult
2: yes but kind of the big issue is so my mom and my dad that raised me they're not together anymore they're divorced and my mom told us that we can't tell my dad that we know that we're from a donor because he does not want us to know so i've been having to keep this a secret
1: Interesting. Why, why are you, what, what was your mom's reasoning for that?
2: So my, my dad, he's, he has some anger issues, I feel like, and he has like a lot of pride. So she thinks that he's going to like freak out and be really mad if we know, because she was never supposed to tell us.
1: Interesting. Why do you think she told you if she was quote, never supposed to tell you?
2: Because uh, me and my sister, we were going to do the DNA test anyway. And so yeah. she figured we would find out. So she wanted to be the one to tell us first.
1: Okay. And, you know, knowing your father, I assume you know him very well. Do you, do you have a good relationship with him?
2: Yeah, now it's good. It was a little rocky there when I was a teenager, but it's good now.
1: Okay. Do you agree with your mom on the whole... Uh anger issues thing
2: yeah he's definitely calmed down some but like even with my mom my mom's remarried and so i have a stepdad and he like feels very threatened by that like he doesn't like that me and my stepdad are close together so i definitely mm. think he would probably be mad knowing i have this other guy
1: he would he he, he might be mad yeah if if you, if uh he doesn't like you getting with uh forming a relationship with your stepdad. I don't know how he would feel about you forming a relationship with the donor dad.
2: Yeah, I definitely don't think he would like it, but it I don't know, I just feel weird like lying to him. I always think about it every time we talk.
1: Hmm. Do you really Okay, so again, knowing what you know about your dad, do you really think he would get extremely hostile and pissed off if he found out that you knew?
2: Mm, when I think about it, he probably wouldn't. I think I would need to talk to like my mom first about it, though, because I feel like he would take it out on my mom. Mm,
1: but but you didn't really find... Well, okay, did you end up... You, you took the test, didn't you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well then. Well then. Hell, you didn't find out from your mom. You found out from the test. Oh
2: yes. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'll just do it that way.
1: Yeah. You didn't find out from your mom. You found <laughs> out about the, from the test. That's how you got into this weird Facebook group. Yes, my Facebook cult group. <laughs> hmm. Just so. Okay. Maybe uh, uh, I'll
2: try it that way.
1: In the back of your mind, tell me this: Are you? even slightly considering going on any of these vacations even if there was just a little lunch
2: uh, probably not cuz i live down in north carolina and they're mostly all in like pennsylvania so i don't i don't think i'm going to ever travel up there
1: what is the name of the group can i ask
2: yeah it's donor 690
1: Donor 690, is that your donor dad's name?
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's his number.
1: (laughs) Can you just arbitrage, does cum, oh my god, I'm about to ask the stupidest question of all time. Does cum have a number, or do you give it a number?
2: I guess that's what they, like, assign to him, or, like, in the little database. My mom said she just like flipped through books with different guys in it and she picked the best one.
1: Ah. See that if see that would make me jealous if I was your dad watching my wife yeah. p- flip through <laughs> books of guys to see which ones come she wants.
2: Yes, and I'm I'm sure it did. He was like he's pretty mad that he couldn't have kids is what she told me.
1: But you know what he did and uh, I assume you love your dad I assume you guys have a nice relationship as you've been telling me about it and that it you said it was a little bit rocky but got better. I'm glad to hear that and um, you know good luck to you in uh, uh, letting him know that that you know and I hope that he doesn't uh, blow up too bad because uh, I mean it's yeah. the truth god damn it. Why why hide from it.
2: Yeah, Exactly. Oh, and is it okay if I ask you one last question that my husband yes. wanting to ask you?
1: Yeah, of course.
2: He wants Wait, to man. know what your <laughs> he wants to know it when you went to Guatemala, what was your favorite food cuz he's from there.
1: Ah, oh, fuck. What was my favorite food when I went to Guatemala? Oh, man. Dude, I don't I don't remember. What's what's his favorite f- food from Guatemala? Maybe we had the same thing.
2: What's your favorite Guatemalan food? Uh, our national. Page, he likes the pepillon. the pepián, their national dish.
1: I dude, I've asked like fifty different people when I was in Guatemala what the like the Guatemalan food was, and I never really got an answer. And now, okay, when I go back, I'll try that. What was that?
2: It's called pepián. It's like a stew with like chicken and vegetables and stuff.
1: Okay. To answer your question, the best food I had in Guatemala was uh, N- Nutella pancakes from McDonald's.
2: Oh my goodness! <laughs> well, that does sound pretty good.
1: Hey, thank you guys for calling. Yeah, thank you. Look up, go on YouTube and look up the um, the McDonald's they have in Guatemala. It's really nice. It's like in a garden. They have a little statue of Ronald McDonald and legend has it that it comes alive at night and makes pancakes. Hello? Hello. What's going uh, on with you?
3: Ah man, uh I guess I just kinda wanted like talk to you kinda to get over some awkwardness problems that I have. Like uh I call screener about, like, I have a knack of doing embarrassing shit. That's, uh, I can't let, uh, I can't, uh, rip it down, I guess.
1: Interesting. You say that you have a knack for doing embarrassing shit. Yeah. Like, uh, today
3: I had a... Um, (laughs) so I... I decided today, out of nowhere, that I wanted to be a bald person. So, I went to the store and got some Nair and put it all over my head. And while I was doing it, I was kind of, kind of, like, excited, I guess, watching it, like, fall off and stuff. You got, you got,
1: you got some what?
3: Nair, like the hair removal product.
1: Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, and, uh... I look really bad <laughs> and I had to go out in public like this. And in the moment, I guess it was exciting. But now, like, I have chemical burns all over my body. And I'm just embarrassed, I guess.
1: Have you ever heard of a woman named Britney Spears? Yeah. <laughs> you know, she made That's an impulsive kinda... decision to one day cut off all of her hair. And um, she went on a, a really long journey. I'm, I don't know anything about her. I'm just making this all up. Uh, she went on a long <laughs> journey, and she turned out okay, I think. I yeah, Again, absolutely no idea, but do you know? Did she turn out okay? Yeah.
3: Um, I think she did. I'm pretty sure that people finally left Brittany alone. But, uh, yeah, I hope she's doing well. But uh I just I I don't know. I I do some some weird shit that just haunts me at the end of the day.
1: Okay. I don't know. So you are doing a lot of impulsive things. Right. All right. Um hmm. why do you think you do these impulsive things? Um I guess
3: mostly out of uh, maybe boredom or like just the desire to feel something, I guess. And uh, I never get the actual outcome that I, I wished for at the end.
1: Yeah. All right, so you do it out of boredom and a desire like, um, to feel things, which is a, a really legitimate and uh, natural impulse. You know, you're fucking sitting around, and you're like, I need to sh- fucking shake up my environment because I'm hyper and manic and whatnot. And you just, you, whatever the thing that's right there to do to do that is what you do. Is that accurate?
3: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take you through a thread here. Tell me if this again the whole thing. Tell me if it's accurate. So. I think that if you're doing a bunch of impulsive stuff, does it come from not having anything productive to do or anything just or just anything at all to do
3: yeah that's that's pretty accurate i um I only work part time so i'm not I'm at the house a lot and we don't really we don't do much so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm
1: What do you think you could do as a displacement activity to keep yourself occupied in a manner that is, if not productive, at least not destructive?
3: Well, I talk about my real therapist with this sometimes, and she always comes up with shit like, um, go outside, take a walk, uh, that... Stuff like that, like color, do that kind of stuff. But that doesn't interest me at all. Yeah. Um, I, I do occasionally play on the PlayStation, but I just can't keep my mind focused on that. It's like, there is things that I can do, but for some reason, I don't desire to do those things. I, d- I do stupid shit instead. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. no, you, no, I get, you do stupid shit because you, you get a hit.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: I get it. We all do shit to get a hit. I feel that, and and coloring (laughs) and going on walks, or playing video games doesn't give you the same hit as, you know, removing all of your hair, or hitting somebody's mailbox (laughs) with a baseball bat or whatever it is you do.
3: Yeah, I also have a lot of like um really terrible tattoos on my body I guess. So that's another thing that I like to do. Right. But in the end it's just (laughs) embarrassing I guess.
1: Sure yeah. Okay so you you do these impulsive behaviors because they're exciting and filled with adrenaline and and all that stuff. So okay your therapist gave you color and go outside. tell Tell me more about what your therapist said about this problem by the way.
3: Um she just kind of wants to shove uh, a mood stabilizers down my throat, I guess she she's not a good therapist. That's why I called you because I I feel like talking to somebody like you is a, more productive than talking to literally any other therapist I've ever had because it's all just baloney in my opinion. Um, she. I mean, really, she just tells me to try to distract myself by doing stuff like the walks, watch a movie. Uh, I have cats, but play with your cats, stuff like that. But uh, it's not, I just don't find the same satisfaction out of that, I guess.
1: Okay. Well, listen, first of all, uh, always advocate for going to talk to a real therapist if you need to go talk to a real therapist. But now that I've given that disclaimer, your therapist, she's on on the right track, right? She's like, okay, (laughs) you have, you're doing all, and you know that, we we all know this. You're doing all this shit because you don't have anything better to do. And she's on the right track with you need to find something better to do. But she's just naming things that are not up your alley. The good news is, in defining something better to do, you have literally everything that could possibly exist as an option of things to do. So, uh, I mean, there's just there's just there's just infinite things to do. And if going for walks and petting your cat and coloring aren't doing it for you, that does not mean that. The only way you're going to get these hits is by doing impulsive, destructive stuff. It just means you got to get a little more creative.
3: Yeah. It might help, like, to actually try and, like, just go out and do stuff that I think might be interesting. See if I can make a hit on one of those. But, yeah, I mean... Well, you're hit right me in that. the face
1: with it. So, I mean, right? What are some other? You're, you're saying that you're, you 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 want to go out into the world and do things that you think might be interesting. What are some of those things? Um, hmm. well, one thing I do
3: enjoy is going to like ride roller coasters, like amusement parks and stuff. But that's a little expensive. And um, mm-hmm. hmm, what else? I like. I mean, I want to learn how to work on cars, but I just haven't managed to do that yet. Um, I live in a pretty boring place, so there's not... I can't think of too much. I'm trying, though. Mm -hmm. It's... I mean, you're from Maryland. We got a bunch of Civil War battlefields, and that's about it, so... Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: I want... you do. I mean, look, for you, I feel like you should do you know the roller coaster thing the go visit civil war thing i mean dude i want for you something like something like recurring and sustainable like you can go to a theme park you know to a civil war but then when you go home you're going to be like i need to set my neighbor's yard on fire you're going to go right back into the shit so you need like a i'm trying to, for you like a sustainable thing like i'm thinking like side hustle i'm thinking skill i'm thinking sport I'm th- like, it's just something that's really recurring in your life um and listen we don't have to sit on this phone call and figure out exactly what it is but if we were to establish some criteria we know that it should be something that gives you a similar hit to what you get when you do this impulsive stuff and it should be something that's like sustainable and reoccurring not just a day at the theme park because that's not gonna really transform you or get you anywhere so if anything after this call just like again if we don't figure out exactly what the thing is and i'm sure in chat they're naming like 50 different specific things just like stay attached to that line of thinking and see where it takes right. you, and really follow it down, which is, I need something that's going to replace this impulsive nature that I have, and it needs to be something sustainable, so think a little bit more than day trips, think a little bit more than playing with your cat, think about something, think about something you can make money off of, you know, maybe it becomes your career, in a way, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, maybe it's something that is is productive in some other way i mean i don't want to keep naming specific things because i feel like that's not as helpful as like trying to set up a framework but do you get what i'm saying yeah okay cool i get it man
3: okay cool i'm gonna be thinking about that (laughs)
1: okay no stay 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 being thinking about that because i think i think just If we can just establish a framework within you to be able to think about what the thing is, just keep keep thinking within that, and I think you'll get somewhere.
3: I got you, man. Is
1: there anything oh, else you yeah. want to say to Off people the 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 chat before bit. we go?
3: Um... Uh, beware that Nair will give you chemical burns if you use it on your hair.
1: That's it. Smart. Don't do that. S- smart. That's smart, about smart. it. Thanks for calling, Dana.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Have a good one, man.
3: You too.
1: I the saying, I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to sit on that call and try to think of, like, the exact thing, because I feel like it's not as helpful as being, like, Okay, it needs to be something that does this and is not like that, but is also that. I just think within that framework and eventually you'll get somewhere. And I think he will. I hope he will. And if not, he can always go um, light his neighbor's yard on fire. Hello. Hello. How are you?
4: I am. I am, you know, in this moment, I am doing swell. How are you?
1: Tell me more about uh, this moment. This moment,
4: I am, I, I am delving into a coloring page book, which I have not done in a very long time. And, you know, just felt like one of those days.
1: Yeah. What inspired you to do a coloring page book?
4: man i don't really know i just kind of came home and I, I i don't know i saw a pencil sharpener i suppose I Saw a pencil sharpener and i was like you know i was supposed to use that for something and then i remembered
1: so that's I actually not doing it and it's actually kind of a i'm, I'm inspired by that idea I, I i'm looking for more and more things to just zone out and focus in on I feel like right. a lot of my downtime is not even... It's not even spent intentionally. It's just, like, scrolling <laughs> and eating things and, like, really following the completely chaotic whim of of uh, dopamine addiction that I've I've yeah. Yeah. got myself on and to, like, shut everything down and go... I am going to color for the next hour. That sounds pretty nice. I can see why you're so relaxed. Yeah, right I've now. been
4: I've been I've been trying to do that same thing lately, you know, I'm just trying to get away from like you said all those dopaminergic just kind of time time waster deals, just maybe you know, sit with yourself for a little while,
1: you know? So Evan, is there anything in particular that you called in to talk about?
4: In fact, Gek, there is. Um I am in a predicament of sorts. Um, I am, I have feelings uh, for my best friend who is a man. And that is a new thing on my end as of recent, uh, me rolling around to that idea. And uh, he has a girlfriend currently. And I, I have, in fact, expressed this to him. But uh, and I, and I was told that there was reciprocation in that feeling. Mm. And um, and we are we are set to move in together during the next six months. Uh, and his his girlfriend has moved out of state for school. And that. I don't know, that situation has just caused some inner turmoil, I suppose. Maybe turmoil is not the right word, but it's caused, it, it's caused some inner, some inner movement, I guess, in terms of how, kind of where the lines are drawn and what is safe to talk about in regard to that with him and kind of where this goes when we do
1: move in. So, let me get this straight. Yes. You have feelings for your friend. Your friend has feelings for you, but he's got a girlfriend. You and your friend are about to move in together, just as roommates, because you had... Was the were, were you planning to move in together before you even res, uh, uh, kind of brought these feelings to light? Correct, yeah. Okay. And when you told your friend that you have feelings for him... Did, did he tell you that he was planning to break up with his girlfriend and, and be with you?
4: No. No. Okay. And yeah, that's kind of another thing is I, I don't know, I really enjoy their relationship and I enjoy being around them. It's not, it's not a sense of jealousy or envy or anything of the sort when, you know, we're all in a bunch and that, that in itself has its own, I don't know, its own feel to it, because it's a, it's a situation where I'm, I, I'm not hoping that a beautiful relationship ends for my own personal gain, because that's weird and somewhat, I don't know. I was gonna say evil, but I don't know. It's, it, it's, it's an odd situation
1: you know i i I wouldn't say evil either, but I would say unproductive because I don't yeah. want exactly. you you know fawning and and I don't want you waiting around for your friends right. to come around to you because I mean you know look take the 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 love triangle melodrama out of all this, right? You know that's what that's that's what I would say to anyone who likes anyone, uh, who who yeah. who may be giving them uh, unclear signals of uh, uh, how they feel back. Um, although it's wit to me the weirdest thing that you're dealing with here. Is you know it'd be one thing if you liked somebody they they didn't like you back or they did and it was complicated or whatever you liked them couldn't be with them uh, it'd be one thing if it was just a random person but you're about to move in with this guy that is the right. piece of the puzzle that makes this the most difficult because I I, I see that making it very difficult to move on from this right. situation but also that was. Go ahead, please. Sorry, go on. No, no, you go ahead. Um,
4: that was Yeah, that was the initial reason why I told him, was because it was kind of, I don't know. We we knew that that was coming up, so I was like, we should probably address that. And then, Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm.
1: You know, I don't know you that well, but... And I don't know the how your feelings work, but you seem like actually, a, you know, a very mature guy who is able to have a handle on his feelings. And I, you know, if you believe that you can live with this guy and be around him and his girlfriend and whatnot, and not be encumbered with the your feelings to a point where it's negatively affecting you then I think that's nice. And I but if you can't, I don't think there's anything wrong with doing right. something about that by attempting to distance yourself from the relationship. Uh how you yeah. do that exactly well, if you signed a lease is an interesting question.
4: <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, I don't know, that's kind of the worry, that's kind of the main worry I have, I suppose, is moving, I, kn- I know <clears throat> that, I mean, I don't know, it's kind of obvious with when you have feelings for people, but when you are, when I'm around him, those feelings are exemplified and magnified, because it's, you know, you're spending time together, but. Yeah, of course. It's the whole, it's the whole deal of, I don't. I, I, I don't know what it will be like in terms of the uh, how the feelings are going when we do move in together if it's going to be a thing where I'm still you know keeping my cool mostly in everything or it's going to be a thing where it's it I don't know kind of a constant reminder thing of like oh man
1: have you, you signed North a lease here, yet? But you are not. we have not no oh you haven't signed a lease yet? No, no. Hmm. Why do you want to move in with this guy?
4: Well, we, I don't know. We've been friends for a long time and it's, I don't know. He's kind of one of the, in this day and age with how money goes, uh, you know, renting a place by yourself can be, Pretty, it can get you pretty tight on on money. Well, and sure, but I mean, come on, money. you
1: can you 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 know you can find a roommate anywhere.
4: Yeah, yeah, but I guess we've always kind of known that in terms of productivity and comfortability with a roommate that we would be best matched mm-hmm, in
3: mm-hmm.
1: everything. Okay, so th- so so. In making your decision and thinking about the situation of living with him, uh, are, mm-hmm. is, is is it causing you stress to think about?
4: I would say so. Yeah, and and I don't really know how or if that is something I should express to him. I mean,
1: hmm. you know, Evan, um, I, I, I. I <laughs> I don't love expressly telling people what I think they should do, but, uh, you know, I'm going to talk to you yep. about this, uh, you know, as if you were just my buddy coming to me about this. And I, I feel like I, I don't feel like you should do it, man. I don't think you should move in with this guy um, if this is a thing that's up in the air. I think that, I mean, fuck, you don't, you don't have to stop being friends with the dude, right? You don't have to right. never go right. over there. You don't have to cut off complete contact unless if, you know... Unless if you like him so much and it's that bad and it's causing that much anguish in which case it would be helpful to you to do but I it just from everything you've told us it, it doesn't sound like a good idea to move in with this guy
4: can I I guess from from your view what are the biggest uh, cons out of the pros and cons list that you would say like what are the what would you say would be the negatives of moving in?
1: Well, just, you know, look, I mean, if you have feelings for this guy, but you know it's not going to work out and you don't want to wait around for it to work out. And I I just hate the idea that you're expending any energy against against that, that you could be using right. on an infinite number of other things that you that that could be better benefiting <laughs> your life. That's the the thesis behind why I think you should not do that.
4: Well, Gek, I I appreciate you telling me that and talking to me like a like a real homie, like a real gecko.
1: Yeah, of course, uh, Evan. Thanks for um, you know being open with us about this stuff. You seem like a a, a dude with a, a good head on his shoulders, so I'm I'm really not that worried about you. <laughs> thank you,
4: thank you,
2: thank
1: you. Is, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go,
4: man? I don't know. Beck is out here doing real magic for real people.
1: Hey, thanks for calling, Evan. Alright, you have a good day. It's so far fu- I, 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 was, I was relieved to hear him say that he didn't sign the lease because I, we've gotten stuff on here before where people are in, uh, and I just in my personal life, I've, I've anecdotally heard this stuff where like you, you get interpersonal conflicts between people that are made about a thousand times worse by having uh, signed a fucking lease that physically traps people together who are experiencing conflict. And Evan is, has, has narrowly escaped that situation. I was relieved to hear he didn't sign a lease. And t- to me, it would be a tragic mistake for him to um, uh, go and sign a lease and then realize, oh, actually every day seeing this guy who I, I, I like with his girlfriend is actually hurting me a lot. Um, But what the fuck am I going to do? I'm not going to be able to move out. I'm so close to it. it. It just seems like it would be a terrible mistake. BP added more than
0: $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
1: Hello. Hello. Hi. Is this Wild? Yeah, is this um Who is this? Jimmy. You sound like a like a nice fella.
5: Uh, I'm a pretty
1: nice guy. Okay. I, got, I think i got um, a
5: pretty interesting uh, story to tell you today. What's up, man? So, uh, I, I live a kind of wild life, and I don't know. I guess I'm built different, but I am 30 minutes away from a cult.
1: You are what with a cult?
5: I'm 30 minutes away from joining a cult.
2: You are
1: 30 minutes away from joining a cult. Yes, sir. Okay. What is this cult?
5: Well, you know, it's kind of hard to join a cult. It it took me a while to find, uh, a cult that would, that I could contact. When you're looking for a cult to join, uh, you run into a lot of, uh, don't join a cult. And, uh, I mean, I'm sure none of these people, uh, are viewers of your show, but, uh, I'd rather not disclose. I, it's a cult. Um, notably, it is a cult. But I, right. I would say it's kind of mid.
1: Okay, Jimmy. Let's, okay. Yes. All right. Let's Let's. Let's start here. Let's start here. You, it says you're 33 years old? Yes. Why do you want to join a cult?
5: I've just kind of been through some stuff. I know you're not a real therapist, so I don't want to uh, get you down or, or or anything. I don't want to say too much, but I don't know. I, like I said, I've lived a wild life, and I used to do a lot of drugs, and I'm done with that, so I think I'll try a cult.
1: Okay, you used to do a lot of drugs, and now you are done doing drugs. So instead of doing drugs, you are going to join a cult.
5: That's about right.
1: Okay. What kind of cult are you looking to join? Is this a religious thing? Is this a philosophy thing? Is it a lifestyle thing? Is it a community thing? What are you looking for? And what are you hoping to get out of it?
5: I mean, I kind of know a little bit about it because I've been talking to them all day long. Uh, really, I just wanted a community. I kind of wanted to just... I don't know. Like, go off planet and you know, I don't have the money to fly to space, so
1: that's what I'm doing. All right, you're looking to like abandon your life and start anew. A uh, what? To abandon your life and start new. Yes. Okay. It's a natural impulse. I don't know if it's a natural impulse, but it's an impulse. It's an understandable impulse. That's what I meant to say. I've, I've, I've fantasized about that uh, all the time, all the time. So you yeah. want to abandon the life that you're currently living and try something new. It, this this sounds like it's a very Hail Mary type of thing, like, well, fuck it, I well, lived see, a crazy I've, life, I don't have anything else to do, let's do this.
5: I've uh, abandoned my life several different ways, and honestly, this is not such a bad way to do it, I don't think.
1: You say you've abandoned your life in other ways.
5: Yeah, with drugs and stuff like that.
1: Okay. Do you have any friends? Online friends, family. You have online friends, okay. Do you have, you have family? Do you yeah. have family?
5: Yeah, I have family. I think my brother's watching.
1: Okay. And do you? Are you like in touch with your parents?
5: Uh, yeah, they're they're okay with it. They know. I was telling the screener that uh. You might be besides my mom. When I Jimmy you there, yeah, I'm here.
1: You said something something mm-hmm. besides, my... yeah, yeah. You said something about your mom.
5: Uh, she, yeah, I'm gonna call her before I go in the gates. But other than that, you're probably the last person I'll talk to.
1: I'm the last person you talk to before you'll go into the gates. Yeah. What are these gates? I guess it's an orchard?
5: I'm not really sure.
1: Now, when you say I'm the last person you'll talk to, are you saying that in this place they don't allow you to have a phone or internet?
5: Uh, No, yeah, they're going to take everything when I get there.
1: And they don't allow you to have any contact with the outside world?
5: No. They said there's a trial period where I can leave. I don't know what that means.
1: Okay. So So does that mean that. A week or two weeks? Does that mean that once the trial period ends, you cannot leave?
5: Once I accept my new name, they're going to rename me.
1: They're going to rename you.
5: is definitely, it's definitely the craziest thing I've ever done.
1: <laughs> Why are they, um, what are they going to name you? Do you have any idea?
5: Yeah, it's a Hebrew name. I don't know.
1: Is this a, know, is this a Jewish
5: cult? Uh, it's a combination. of okay, uh, Christianity er, and Judaism. I'm
1: not. Okay. It's
5: definitely not a denomination.
1: All right. It's a combination of Christianity and Judaism.
5: Yeah. I'm walking up and down a dirt road right now.
1: You're walking up a dirt road right now. You there? Yeah. Can you hear me?
5: Yeah, I can hear you. It keeps connecting to my truck.
1: Hmm. Where are you leaving your your truck? Are you just abandoning your truck?
5: <laughs> so, have you ever seen those pictures of like dusty vehicles sitting outside of a cult?
1: I have never seen pictures of dusty vehicles sitting outside of a cult.
5: Well, if if I guess if they convince me to stay, I guess I'm a, my truck will be there.
1: What does your brother think about this?
5: I don't know. I ever, my family's kind of supportive of it. I don't think they really realize what I'm getting into, but I also think they believe that nobody's gonna keep me there if I don't want to be there.
1: Jimmy, do you do you know what you're getting into? <sighs>
5: Yeah, I've been talking to them all day. I've done a bunch of research on them. Like I said, they're kind of mid. Like they've only been raided by the FBI once, and that was a long time ago. I guess they have uh, children they don't tell anybody about, and they name them themselves, and I don't know.
1: Jimmy, you're not you're not fucking with me right now, are you? Are you really? About no, to walk I'm to not. The gates of a place. Not at all. Why were they raided by the FBI? <clears throat> to
5: the, uh, the when the research I did was that they had they were having children at the community and not telling anybody. So they pulled the kids out and gave them government names, and I don't know. I guess gave them back. And from what I understand. Seems like a good place, but I don't think anybody there knows who the president is.
1: Is that like this? The main thing that's desirable to you is to exist off the grid and not know who the president is and be done with the outside world and just submit yourself to something greater than you?
5: I want to see what it's all about, you know, because you always hear about everybody that escapes and talks a bunch of crap, but there's a lot of people that stay.
1: That you know what? That is a good point. There's a lot of people that stay, and why do they stay? They wouldn't stay if it wasn't if they weren't getting something out of it. Yeah. So who knows? You Maybe you will get something out of this experience. I'm not. Who am I to say that you won't?
5: If I, you know, I was thinking if I escape, maybe I'll make a YouTube video where, I don't know, it seems like a good idea to, like, try it so you don't have to. And maybe I could just join a couple cults and let everybody know what they're like.
1: Jimmy, I respect the way you live your life. I really do. It seems like you just kind of, I go with the flow, I guess. I don't, I don't know how to really describe what I'm observing uh, to be your lifestyle philosophy, but I, in when faced with the knowledge that all of our societal structures are products of the mind, I think the way that you are approaching your relinquishment of them is at the very least a real um admirable effort
5: i think it's the best choice that i've made when i felt like a, like like giving up
1: Is this a form of giving up? I feel
5: like it's progress. My maps are talking to me, telling me where to go.
1: Is this a form of giving up?
5: I don't know. It's kind of like abduction. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like aliens that are like, yes, come. Come here. And they're they're taking me. I don't know. I think it's interesting. And I'm not doing anything else right now, so. They said I could leave in a week. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how they're going to keep me
2: there, but. Jimmy? Yeah.
1: Stay safe, man.
5: My Google Maps keeps trying to talk to me and tell me where to go.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you get back to it. Okay. All is, there, right. is there is there anything else you want to say to people your show it
2: for...
5: <clears throat> it would J- have to Jimmy. be something about despair and making the better choice than you know the worst choice because you want to take the worst route. But there's a lot of different routes you can take to change everything up. And I know I'm not gonna, no harm's gonna come of this, I hope. But if I escape, I'll call back and let you know how it went. went.
1: Thank you for calling, Jimmy. Thank you. I think sometimes with these calls, um, I search in my mind. For what's the perfect thing to say? Uh, What what can I say that is helpful to the person listening? Or is entertaining to... What can I say that is helpful to the person I'm talking to? Or is entertaining to the people listening? Um, And lately, that that, uh, feeling to say the perfect thing has actually gotten in the way of me saying the truth. And the truth is that I have really absolutely no idea what to make of that call. And I could further elaborate on my confusion. But I don't think that I need to. I think you guys get it.